0: The Super
1: Delicious Cereal presents The Adventures of Superman Faster than a speeding
0: bullet More powerful than a locomotive Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound Look, up in the sky
1: It's a bird It's a plane It's Superman Yes, it's Superman And today as we conclude our story of the talking cat Jimmy Olsen and Lois Lane are in urgent need of his help We'll join them in a moment. But right now, here is Dan McCullough.
0: Say, I know a young fella who never used to like to run errands for his mother. But nowadays, well, he starts out for the grocery store like a streak of lightning. You see, his folks eat lots of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. So mom's most always sending for another package. And that means another bright-colored comic button to add to his collection. Maybe that little squirt Herbie with his red and black striped beanie and his school books under his arm. Maybe smiling Jack, mighty handsome in his natty-looking uniform. Maybe even Superman himself. Bright blue jersey and red Superman insignia, flying cape and all. And if it's a duplicate, you know, like a comic button you already have, well, that's even more fun, because then it's exciting to swap with your pals and compare notes on how many you've collected. And you really feel like strutting around when you wear those slick looking buttons pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. So it's a real break that these swell comic buttons are so easy to get. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. But inside every package of Kellogg's Pep, there's your swell prize. Remember, that's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman.
1: When Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen mysteriously disappeared after revealing that Lois' Siamese cat had spoken to them in a human voice, Clark Kent discovered how the animal had been made to appear to talk. Four wristwatches presented to Kent, Perry, White, Lois, and Jimmy as Christmas presents had been ingeniously equipped with tiny radio receivers, which picked up a human voice being broadcast from a transmitter in a funeral home. Kent traced the watches to the jewelry shop of a man named Chrysler, and by means of his acute hearing, overheard Chrysler phone a Mr. Ames, telling him of Kent's visit. As we continue now, Ames and his henchman, a parrot-faced man named Herbert, have unlocked the door in a dingy warehouse where Lois and Jimmy are in preview. As the door opens, the two reporters spring to their feet. Jim,
2: somebody's coming. Oh, well, maybe it's Mr. Kent or the police.
1: No, it isn't. We stand here by the door. But... Well, good morning, Miss Lane. Olson. Who, who are you? Don't you recognize me? Why,
2: Why you're Frederick Ames?
1: That's right, Miss Lane. Quite a long time since we've met, isn't it?
2: Why are you pointing that gun at us?
1: You have a short memory, Miss Lane. You've forgotten that you and Clark Kent and Perry Wyatt, yes, and Olson too, exposed me and put my newspaper out of business? You deserve to be put out of business. You should have been put behind
2: bars for life. You were publishing a vicious, anti-racial paper that, that preached hate and intolerance, trying to do to America what Hitler did to Germany. Yeah, I remember you. I wasn't in on most of the story, but I remember it all now.
1: And you should remember what I told each of you in court when I was sent to jail for what you called subversive activities.
2: If, if, if the lawyer's got the gun...
1: It is indeed, Olsen, Instead of continuing the uh, cat treatment,
2: cat treatment. So it was you. You tricked us some way, made us think the cat oh, talked. Kent said all the time it was a trick. But well, how? Why? You were trying to drive us out of our minds. And I would
1: have succeeded if not for Mister Kent. Now, Miss Lane, Olsen. No,
2: put that gun down. You, you'll go to the electric chair. Don't
1: worry about me. Goodbye, Miss Lane. Goodbye, Olson. No,
2: don't. don't, don't,
1: don't. I'll take that gun, Ames. Let go. Come on. Miss Lane, look.
2: It's Superman. Oh, thank heaven. I said I'd
1: take that gun, Mr. Rat. Oh, I think I'm going to...
2: Don't say now, Miss Lane. Everything's okay. What are you going to do to me?
1: Put you back in the cell. They should never have let you out of. This time, I hope you'll be locked up for good. Hey, the other guy's getting away. He won't get far, Jim. Inspector Henderson and his men are outside. All right, come along, Ames. The inspector will be glad to see you. No, no, come along. I said, you all right, Miss Lane? i
2: bit weak in the knees, but all right now. Thanks to you. That goes for me too. What? Boy, I thought we were gone. That wasn't as bad as thinking I was losing my mind. I suppose it was Ames who sent me the cat.
1: Yes, of course he did. He had the wristwatches you received for Christmas made with tiny radio receivers in them. What radio receivers? That's how it was done, Jim. When Ames's lookout saw you were alone with the cat. He signaled the man in the funeral hearse who broadcast the strange voices you heard. The wristwatches picked up the voices.
2: Sweet. So that's how it was done. Uh-huh. But how did I disappear from the taxi cab that
1: day? Well, you would fallen asleep. You had taken the sedative before you left your apartment, remember? The man in the hearse stopped your taxi driver, and when he turned to look at you, the man knocked him out with a padded blackjack. Oh. When the driver awoke, the man and you were gone. The Clark Kent will explain anything else you want to know. Oh, here comes Inspector Henderson. I'll turn you all over to him. Turning the now thoroughly cowed Ames over to the police and taking leave of Lois and Jimmy, Superman disappears. The following morning, once more in the guise of Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter, we find him in Lois Lane's office where he and Jimmy Olsen are kidding the girl reporter about the talking cat. Oh, you look a little tired, Lois. How about a cat nap? (laughs) (laughs) Stop.
2: And don't you laugh, Mr. Olsen. You're Uh, the last person in the world to laugh at me.
1: What, Jimmy? A person? I thought he was a cat. Oh, what? I'm sure he's a cat. Meow for the lady,
2: Jane. Okay. Meow. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suppose you think you're funny. You wouldn't joke about it if you'd gone through what I went through. Oh, yes. A terrible catastrophe, wasn't it? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> boy if you've got nothing better to do than to pull bad puns and make unfunny jokes. Suppose you do it in your own office. Oh, we're just kidding, Miss Lane. Well, I'm not in you humor for the kitten. I mean, kitten. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> you see?
1: <laughs> How do you like that? Blames
2: us and then pulls a sour gag yourself. It can wasn't you a gag. It was a mistake. It was a mistake. Well, Jim, look. It looks like we're not wanted around here. And what do you say we get out of Tony's hat out? Maybe we can rustle up a couple of friendly mice and Tony's hat. Oh, Miss you know, Clark, you're wasting your time as a report. Do you think so? <laughs> you should be a radio person. Oh, other people have told me that. How would you like me to fix it for you? Can you? I know the man who produces the Danny Kaye program. Oh, really? No, O'Reilly. There. There what? Uh, I suppose that wasn't funny. Funny? Uh, it's a joke, Mr. Kent. A joke, that is. Oh, really? Get Jennifer. out of here. <laughs> Both of
1: you. Uh-oh. That's killing her, on. Get out, I said. the oh. <laughs> phone's ringing. I'm not deaf. Phone, phone. Oh.
2: Hello? Mr. Kent, please. Just a minute. it's
1: for you, the great Mr. Kent. Meow. No. Oh, well, you don't stop that. take uh, 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 your old phone. Yep. <clears throat> Hello. Hello, Kent. Yes. This is Bruce Wayne. Who? Bruce Wayne. Oh, Batman. Oh, oh, yes, yes. How are you? Fine, and you? Fine, thanks. I'm calling from the crime detection officer, police headquarters, Kent. I wonder, could you come down here? What's your thing? Why, what's up? I can't discuss it over the phone. You'd better get down here. I'll be in room 607. I'll be there in ten minutes. And Kent. Yes? Don't bring anyone with you. If this leaks out, you will be ruined. What? Ruined? See you in ten minutes. Goodbye. Goodbye. What's the matter, Mr. Kent? Huh? What? Oh, oh, nothing. I,
2: I've, I've got to go down to police headquarters. Well, I hope they put you in a cell and throw away the keys. Oh, I'll go along with
1: you. No, no, Jim. No, I've, I've got to go along. I'll, I'll see you later. <coughs> ruined? What do you mean? You
2: see the look on his face when we hung up? I don't make it a habit to keep my eyes glued on Mr. Kent's face. Oh, but, but that look. I've seen it before. I know
0: it. It means trouble.
1: Right you are, Jimmy. That look does mean trouble. But not the kind of trouble you think. Gang, don't miss the startling climax of today's episode. Stand by for just a moment, and we'll be back with it. But first, here again is your announcer.
0: You know, uh, the young fellows in our block are extra busy these days working on their collection of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pets. And for a mighty good reason, if they don't hop to it, the girls are going to get ahead of them, collect more of these nifty comic buttons. Well, right now, it's uh, I'd say it was just about nip and tuck, and there's a lot of trading going on, too. You see, whenever you get a new button that's like one of the comic strip characters you already have, then there's the business and the fun of finding out which one of your pals has a duplicate, too, so that you can swap. That way, you both have a brand new button to wear pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. And do they look swell. Why, the pictures of your funny paper favorites are so clear and sharp and so bright colors. They stand out like anything. And they're true to life, too, just the way that you always see them in the funny papers. So, gang, don't let anybody get ahead of you. Better remind Mom right now to get you another package or two of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pets, because that's the only way you can get these comic buttons. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But there's an exclusive prize for you in every package of P-E-P, Pets, made by Kellogg's, the greatest name in cereals. Now, back to the adventures of Superman.
2: <laughs>
1: At police headquarters in room 607 of the Crime Detection Division, Batman and his guys of Bruce Wayne and Superman and his guys of Clark Kent face one another across a desk. Kent is obviously puzzled as Bruce Wayne opens a drawer of the desk and removes three index cards. For a moment, he studies them. Then, he looks up. Kent, where were you on the night of Thursday, December 20th? December 20th? Uh-huh.
0: December 20th.
1: Frankly, I don't know. All right, let's take another one. The night of January 2nd, that was a Wednesday. January 2nd, let's see, today's the 28th. That makes it almost four weeks ago. Huh, I, I can't answer that either, but... Hey, here's one this? more, fairly recent. The night of January the 18th, it was a Friday. Friday the 18th? Mm-hmm, about midnight. Well, I was home, I imagine. Unless I'm out on a story, I'm usually home before midnight. But you're not sure about the 18th. Well, I can't be positive.
0: What's this all about? Well,
1: here it is, Kent. In going through the files of unsolved burglary cases, I came across three that bear a strange resemblance. Oh? Huh? Three bank burglaries in outlying districts that never hit the newspapers because they evidently weren't big enough. Uh-huh. The first one, on December 20th, netted the burglar at $2,000. The next, on January 2nd, netted $3,000. And the last, on January 18th, netted $5,000. Pretty small halls for bank burglaries, aren't they? Yes, they're very small. Particularly since in each case, the vault door was ripped open and there was plenty of money lying around. I don't get it. Neither do the police. But that's not all. As I said, the doors of the vaults in all three banks were literally ripped off their hinges. You mean blown off, dynamited? No, I mean ripped. And each of these police reports mentions that whoever did it must have been a Superman. Oh, that's fine. Great. During the war, the Nazis appropriated my name, called themselves Superman, and now it's a bank robber. There's one more thing. Yes? Yeah? The money that was stolen was sent to charities. Say that again. The $2,000 stolen on December 20th was sent to the National Charity Board. The $3,000 stolen on January 2nd was sent to the Metropolis Orphanage. Uh And the $5,000 stolen on January the 18th was sent to the Interfaith Relief Council. Oh, Oh, excuse me. sure. Yes? Oh, yes, Wilson. What? Are you sure? Yes. I see. All right, thanks. Uh Kent, this is getting serious. Well, what's getting serious? Last I night, don't... the Lynn Haven National Bank just outside Metropolis was broken into. So? The vault door was ripped off and $10,000 was stolen. A passing motorist saw a man running out of the bank carrying a small satchel. Well? He wore a red cape and a blue costume. For a long moment, Clark Kent fails to get the point. Then suddenly it dawns on him. A red cape and a blue costume. The symbols of Superman. Stunned. He stares at Bruce Wayne in open-mouthed amazement. Is Wayne, otherwise known as the Batman, insinuating that he, Superman, has been robbing banks? Or is he suggesting that there may be another Superman, another individual endowed with superhuman powers? Gang, this is the beginning of one of the most mysteriously exciting adventures in Superman's entire career. So don't miss a single exciting episode. Is there another Superman... Listen tomorrow, same time, same station. Tune in and follow The Adventures of Superman.
0: Fellows and girls, be sure to follow The Adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Publications. Hey, gang, get a load of this. Kellogg's Variety is back. That's the famous variety carton of six swell Kellogg's cereals in ten separate packages. Makes breakfast more fun than a picnic. With Kellogg's Variety on the table, you can choose among Kellogg's Rice Krispies, Pep Corn Flakes Shredded Wheat Crumbles, and 40% Bran Flakes. Simply help yourself to your favorite. Each box holds a fresh, crisp, heaping portion. So ask Mom to get Kellogg's Variety right away. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.